ready to grow your business by building relationships online and offline? Are you looking for a system to attract new prospects and nurture your past clients? Maybe you're a business owner, a sales professional, or an entrepreneur. If you are, then great. Join me, Janice Porter, as we blast past your barriers to success and explore the power of relationships for your business. And welcome to the Relationships Rule Podcast. and welcome to the Relationships Rule podcast. I am your host, Janice Porter, and I'm actually really excited about my guest today, as always. This one, though, has a bit of a nostalgic feel for me, and I'll explain why in a minute. My guest today is Isabel Mercier-Turcotte. I hope I said that correctly, Isabel. I did yes. check with you first. Yeah. Um, I've actually, I was introduced to Isabel many years ago, um, but have only sort of on the periphery um, been watching and, and talking through people that we both know in the last few years. So let me tell you a little, first of all, welcome to the show, Isabel. Thank you. I appreciate it. I, I'm happy to be here. Thank you so much. So I want to tell my audience a little bit about you and then we'll dig in. Sure. Isabel is definitely, and I can attest to this, a no-nonsense dynamo, born to catapult passionate entrepreneurs and thought leaders to build businesses and brands designed to make life better. As one of North America's top business influencers, best-selling author, two times TEDx speaker with over 2.5 million views, yay, and a TV show host, Isabel brings over 25 years of branding, marketing, and customer experience expertise. She co-founded her first seven-figure business a few years out of her teens and quickly became one of the most awarded branding firms in Canada including Canada's best SME Entrepreneur of the Year. Isabel is a fitness fanatic from being an avid yogi to deadlifting over 250 pounds. Please welcome um, her current or her title, brand strategist, brand positioning strategist and business coach catalyst, Isabel Mercier-Turcotte. Thank you. That's a very um, auspicious um, intro, I know, but there's so many things. I want to know if the business you were talking about that you did was Leap TV. I remember Leap TV. Wasn't that what it was called? No. Uh, the first business was called Scenario Design. Okay. Leap TV is a, is, a, is a show within Leap Zone Strategies. Yeah, but it so. was one of the first things that you did, right? Like, uh, that I, well, that's when I met you. That's when you met me. Yeah. But yeah, I've, it's de definitely not one of the first things that I've done. But one of the first things that put me more on the map, I would say. Yes. Well, you were ahead of the game. You were totally ahead of me. You know, eight, 10 years ago, I was already doing video podcasting. You know, <laughs> yeah. I know People you were. were like, what is she doing? Yeah, you know, well, tell you what, I'm dyslexic. So for me to sit there and write blogs is not my cup of tea, you know? I'd I'm rather say what I have to say rather than write it. <laughs> oh, I so, I so um, identify with that. Not that I'm dys dyslexic, but I don't like writing. I prefer <laughs> talking. And yeah. so when I found my home doing this um, podcast, I feel that I found my place because I can just talk to people. That's right. Yeah. And it's so, much so fun. So 
Um, I know that you live in an absolutely beautiful place on Vancouver Island. I can see um, your beautiful backdrop. Do you have horses? I think you have. We do. Yeah, we have horses. We have uh, almost six acres uh, equestrian property and a retreat center for entrepreneurs. Although right now, obviously, we do more online and virtual because of what's happening in the world. But um, yeah, yeah, we have a beautiful, magical property. Uh, with with amazing horses. Margarita is an equine uh, equine guided coach. Oh, fantastic! So we uh, we work with horses to help entrepreneurs. So you work together. You're, you're we like do. And you work together in your business. Yes. But that hasn't always been though, has it? So that's kind of special in a in a way too. In with my partner. Yeah. Uh, it's we've been together uh, as a couple thirty years, and we've been working together thirty years. Really? Oh, yeah. I did not know that. That's amazing. That's yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, so tell me a little bit about your favorite thing to do. Are, would you say that you're a coach or a, well, you're a strategist, but are you also a teacher and trainer? Like, does it all come into one? Yeah. In fact, I'm, I'm going to say that I am more of a, I, I, I do, I prescribe. Oh, a doctor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, you know, coaching is a lot about asking questions and, and allowing the other party to actually get to the conclusion. So what I do is part coaching, part consulting, part prescribing, part teaching and training, um, because it's all of those parts, to me, they go together, you know. Uh, positioning, yeah, I, mean, I have to teach about positioning for the client to understand, for the client to be able to take action for the client. So, you know, you can't just coach about positioning and let the client eventually get there. It'll take too long. It's like, let's cut the learning curve and let's get to the point. And I, as you said, I'm a no nonsense, right? <laughs> right, right. Let's make this happen. So um, do you find though that the people that come to you, um, they think they're ready, but when you start talking to to them, you know, they're not quite ready and it's going to be harder to get them to that next level. Or can, can you easily recognize the, you know, that they are ready and let's do this? Yes. And <laughs> <laughs> so it, it, it varies. There are times where I think they're ready. They think they're ready. And then we start working together and I'm like, Hmm. Mm. However, um, most of the time people are ready. They're just not understanding what it's going to take to ah, get there. Yes. Right. Yes. So, yes. so sometimes, you know, they hire us and they're like, okay, off my plate now, you know, and I'm like, well, there are things because we are a, a strategic company, a branding company, a marketing company, and a coaching company all into one. So, you know, there's part coaching where they're going to do, we're going to coach. And then there's a part where we do completely for them, redesign, re, reposition, rewrite. I mean, that's that's on our desk for sure. Okay. But people uh, underestimate what it takes to build a successful business. You know, it's it, there's a difference between being self-employed and having a business. Um, a lot of people that are self-employed say, I have a business. That doesn't mean you have a business name that you have a business, right? A business has, is an entity on its own and, and can actually thrive and or at the very minimum survive without you. Yeah. Uh, whereas, you know, yeah. No, that's really um, actually really important because I wish I'd known um, and had the, the 
backing financially and um, emotionally and everything else when I started out on my own because I was a teacher mm -hmm. and, and a trainer, a corporate trainer. And when I ended up having to um, do something else, I didn't want to go back to teaching. And more importantly, I didn't want a job. And so I started in the early 2000s trying to figure out what I was going to do. And I, I had no business training. I yeah. didn't know what I was going to do. So um, I'm sort of self-taught and I know exactly what you're saying. And I wish, you know, sometimes that I could have done it differently, you know, that, you know, it is what it is. And now I'm a grandma and that's more important to me. <laughs> most people though, Janice, most people, that's, that's a thing, right? Like they, they're good at something. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you're good at designing websites, if you're good at baking pies, if you're good at, if you're good at something and you want to be on your own, you're going to go, you know what? I'm really good at this. Why don't I do it for myself? Forgetting that there's a whole part. So I always reverse the roles. You know, if, um, if let's talk about, you know, building websites and being a programmer and understanding ones and zeros, you know, a programmer can suddenly say, you know what, I'm going to start myself. I'm going to start myself a business in programming. But if you actually reversed it and if you went a, a business person that understands business but has no skills whatsoever in programming, imagine if they said, you know what, I'm just going to start programming websites. You'd laugh. You'd be like, oh, my God, you're in for a treat. Why is it that if you're good at one thing, suddenly you think that you could start a business? So that's why I created my program. Actually, I have one of my program is called Build to Rock. Yeah. And and right. literally, this is why I created it, because there's too many small business owners who are amazing at what they do, who do not know up from down in in organizing a business. Right. They don't understand what branding is. They don't understand how to plan, how to organize uh, their business, their services, their pricing, mm -hmm. um, communicating what they do in a, in a way that people are going to go, oh, my God, where have you been all my life? Planning what the objectives are this year, this quarter, this week, today, right? They don't know. So, and a lot of larger businesses have help. And I that's why I created Built to Rock, because I thought, why? why wouldn't I create something to help small business owners have the same, if not better, um, tools and shortcuts than larger businesses have with zero or very little budget, right? So Can you still do that course? Oh yeah, it's, a, it's, it's an amazing course. It was voted one of the best course by BC Business. Um, it's really good. And, and it's, I'm not just saying this cause I created it. This truly, I felt like it was a stroke of genius. Um, when <laughs> well, I, I our mutual friend, yeah, took that course. And I think it started her on, on that journey and she couldn't stop talking about it when she was taking it. So well, it, it flew, like it literally flowed out of me and just from experience and I had fun creating it. I put the fun back into the back end of business and um and then people double triple wow. people get out there and they actually create the impact that they've been wanting to create and the influence they've been wanting to, to create so it's a really great program yeah that's awesome yeah I, i've heard very good things about it now you have a new program coming or that you're in it's out already oh, yeah we, we, we launched that. it yeah it's called the mindset mastery code mm -hmm. um it is because of you know business is all 
also very important about mindset, like the poster behind me, which mm. of course your listeners can't see, but it's a little goldfish uh, swimming uh, on the surface of the water in an ocean with a fin attached to attached to the little goldfish. Goldfish, and it's all about mindset. So mindset mastery is twelve modules where we teach Margarita. I do it with Margarita, so we're delivering it together. It's fun, it's entertaining, and it's absolutely valuable. We teach ten habits and strategies to help you stay focused, to help you stay present, and to help you grow, conf grow your confidence, grow yourself, grow your business, despite of what's happening in the world. So we had a lot of fun creating that. It's out. Um, you can find that at leapzonelearninglab.com, leapzonelearninglab.com. So it's called the Mindset Mastery Code. And um, it is designed for uh, solopreneurs, uh, small business owners, people, even people with jobs and grandparents that actually want to just elevate their mindset to better their lives. There's habits in there that are that have been pivotal for me in my life and pivotal for my clients that are absolutely worth um, practicing. Well, it sounds uh, I'll make sure that that goes in the show notes as well as um, thank you. Um, so people can see, of course, um, all of the things that you do. Um, I noticed also that you have worked with a lot of um, iconic uh, and influential brands in, uh, I don't know, uh, in Canada, the ones that I'm looking at, a couple of my favorites, Robbie's Footwear and yep. Earl's Restaurants. And um, of course, I'm not looking at the corporate ones because they, the banks and the things like that. But um, Robbie's foot, footwear, I think it was Sandy. She's from North Van, right? And she sold her business. Did very she sold well. her business in 2006 for, I think, $27 million. Yeah. 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 So yeah. We, uh, we worked with, uh, with them for many years um, from positioning, branding, packaging, um, and, and helping them elevate their impact and influence. And yeah, she started in, in her basement, right? <laughs> I know, I know. I remember hiking with her one time. And so, yeah, it's, it's a great story. Um, so one of the things that I, uh, that I love and, and I think what propels me to love my podcast is that I'm curious. Mm -hmm. And I always ask, I don't always ask everybody, uh, but I'm, I'm prone to ask people, um, what are you curious about, if anything, and, and two-part question, and do you think that curiosity is innate or learned? Mm. Well, first of all, I am massively curious. Uh, I, my mom was, was and still is the most curious individual I have ever met. She sees a sense of wonder in everything. I remember being a kid, super young. She would wake us up, my brother and I, at 4 a.m., all excited, like it was Christmas. And all of that to bring us to a window and to see that there was a little bird in the bird house. And I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that is, that's a bit much, Mom. Um, you know, curiosity is absolutely, uh, for me, um, it brings freedom, it brings mastery, it brings, you know, learning. You know, when you look at something, you can look at something and judge it, or you can look at something 
and be curious about it to a point where you could go if something is saying if someone is saying something to you and it's it's a little jarring or it's it's completely outside of of what you think or i've been even now trained to go hmm how interesting i wonder why i wonder why you think that or i wonder why this is your take or instead of just going in with a with a reaction and a judgment now i i'm practicing this every day i am not saying that i'm above any of this uh, i practice this every day but i will tell you curiosity is the thing that has propelled me forward the most in my life because every time i look i always say in every problem therein lies the next solution mm -hmm. and in every solution therein lies the next problem wow. and that is that. based on curiosity there yeah. are businesses in the on this world that have been created out of out of uh failures and continuing to be curious 3m 3M is a company that was they were they were trying to find a glue that sticks forever like a really like a crazy glue yet they kept making a glue that just doesn't actually stick but had they not been curious about where could we use this right 3M would not exist right right so yeah. man curiosity is um ah, yeah it's it's absolutely key and I forget the second part of your question it was just whether you think that curiosity is innate or learned you know i think we i think we we're born curious as kids if you if you witness kids they're curious they're they're learning they want i think after that we get jaded a little we we get there's things that get us to judge and uh, we we learn different behaviors but if we look at a kid they're curious from top to bottom they ask questions they're funny they're light and then we get older and then life and everything happens. And, and then we just learn behaviors from other people that we grow up with. Mm -hmm. I think it is innate. I think it's just destroyed over time. Okay. Okay. A lot of people would agree with you. I think there's some truth to that. I'm not sure I'm totally convinced though, because I have two daughters and one is very curious and the other is not. And I don't know yet. I'm, I'm sure, and they're adults, um, something along the way in school yeah. did deter or you know take that curiosity but she was never that curious in the first place mm, interesting yeah and that i mean uh, now now you got my curiosity <laughs> because you know i'm i'm certainly not uh, an expert at curiosity no no, no i just um, asked uh, you know out of curiosity but, but yeah like i was raised in a family of curious georges so yeah. so to me curiosity is is by nature and and everybody in my family has been always very curious mm -hmm. and over time some have diminished their curiosity sure. so of course i come in from that lens without having done a research but i love it that you have i mean my brother and i were very my brother's passed away now but mm -hmm. Sorry. we had different levels of curiosity sure. for sure mm -hmm. um but yeah it's a it's a fascinating fascinating like, question do you find like for me, I, I could be watching something on TV or reading something in the newspaper. And if I see a word that I'm not sure about, I'm always going to look it up mm -hmm. because to me, that's, I can learn something new and I'm curious enough to do that. I don't think yeah. anything's like that. So no, you're right. And even for me, like, even there's, there's times where I don't like doing specific things in my business. I'm going to go, 
what new tool, what new ways could I do it to make it more fun? That would be me, right? Like what well, new that, roads can I take to get to the same place or yeah, yeah. And that's what I remember about you when we used to, because I think we used to network in the same place years ago. And, and that's what I, I remember you always being high energy and very excited and very up and everybody knew you were in the room. Well, yeah, it's hard to, it's, yep, I would, I would agree with that. It's hard to miss that. when Isabella is in a room. <laughs> yes, no, I love that. It's, it's totally. So one of the things that um, I, you know, we, we talked a little bit about some people um, think they're in a business or have a business and really they don't, or, you know, what it takes to run a business. So that makes me think because you're into your branding, marketing and customer experience. Now, do you find that you have to explain branding and marketing to people because it's like all you know. <laughs> the time i feel like i have been groundhog day for 30 years um yes absolutely and i have amazing presentations to actually explain the difference between what is branding first of all what is the difference between marketing and branding and what is positioning because you could have a most people think branding is a logo, a website, a, 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 a visual, a cosmetic. So yeah, there is a cosmetic side to a brand, but there's also a cultural side to a brand. You know, the little Apple logo is not what created a culture like uh, a cult like culture, yeah. right? It's it's the what they believe in. It's how they make people feel. It's it's how they make people feel not only when they have the products or services, but that they want it they want to be part of that tribe right so that's what branding is so to make it simple branding is a lot of people say it is isabel can you help me spread the word that is a marketing question spreading the word is a marketing question i always say yes what is the word to be spread and that's <laughs> where people are get confused they're like well i don't really know i have all of this and the key about branding, real branding, is about being clear about who you are, what you do, what problems you solve. How do you solve these problems better than anybody else? What makes you different? And how can you easily communicate that difference so people say, where have you been all my life? Right. That is branding and positioning is how people see you, right? How are you being seen and experienced mm -hmm. in the eyes of your ideal clients or in the market? What place are you the first? Are you the best? Are you the only? What place do you take within this, within your world, right? Mm -hmm. That's positioning. And then marketing are the actions with which you take to talk about all this. I think my audience, my audience will appreciate that because I know I can tell your passion when you speak and how you um, need to make sure that the audience understands it to be able to move into how to do that on their own. You That's know, I get a little taste of it when, you know, I do LinkedIn training and, and the, the hardest part for people is to talk about themselves yeah. and in that section called your a summary or your about section now. Yeah. And, what they tend to fall back to is either copying their resume onto LinkedIn, which is not what you're supposed to do in my mind. And yeah, secondly, um, uh, it's all about me instead of all about how I can help you. And that's, uh, that's coming from a perspective of being a 
small business owner or an entrepreneur and so on, where, yes, it, it, it is all about you, but not, that's not what they care about. They care about what can you do for me? That's right. Right. Yeah. So that's the, yeah. and so it's fun trying to twist it and make it client uh, focused for my clients. So that's my little bit of the world around that. Um, what would you say is one piece of advice that you could share with my audience that has helped you over the years in business? Oh my God, there's so many. Um, okay, two then. Okay, well, okay. So one of them is, and, and that's part of branding actually, is to really know and really own. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say your badassery right? Own your genius. Mm -hmm. you, you said it yourself, you know, it's the bit, the hardest business model to be in is to be selling your own genius, right? You know, selling other people's products is the easiest. Then selling your own products is, is easier, mm -hmm. uh, but still more difficult than selling someone else's products. Sure. Selling your own services and your own self is by far the hardest business model to be in. And it's the most popular because, you know, if you're good at something, therefore you're going to want to start something. Right. So being real and being and, and owning the good, the bad and the ugly is what I would, you know, that saved me in my first TED talk. My biggest fear, um, Janice, was to flub on stage in front of thousands and thousands of people. I have spoken to many, many, on many, many stages, but it's never learned by heart. It's never scripted. A TEDx is scripted. It's learned by heart. It's, it's very, it's challenging, very challenging. And my biggest fear was to flub on stage in front of all these people. And I, I was like, universe, you know, please. I will flub on any stage, but please don't make it this one. And what happens within the first five minutes? Of course, Isabel completely has a blank. And I, and this is relevant because I, instead of freaking out and trying to hide it, and I surrendered and I was on stage within the first five minutes. And it, it, the flub happened because I added, I ad lived. I forget that when I'm in front of an audience, it's fun, you know, like you just want to ad lib. I added a sentence. Of course, there was nothing, nothing after that sentence. I'm like, what comes after that? I don't know. So I literally on the red dot in front of at least 3000 people, because that was at the at Queen Elizabeth Theater, plus everybody online. I literally paused and I said, and where does that go? I don't know. So people thought that that was in the script. I'm like, no. People, I don't know where this goes. And so everybody, I made people laugh. Now, remember, this was my biggest, over death, this was my fear. Yeah. And then I thought, what have I got to do? What do you want me to do? But be me. So I relied on my confidence, me. And of course, I had my, my, my heart was in my throat. I did not know where to go. And, and I just made light of it. I was calm about it. I just went, I don't know where this goes. I hope it comes back because otherwise we'll have a little bit of a problem. And then a friend that practiced with me in the audience was in the audience and actually said my, my next line and I was back. Oh, but the, the, the story, the, the point of the story is I was the second to last Ted talk that day. There was 15 talks that day and I was voted the best talk of the day because wow. I, they saw the human, yes. like they saw the human behind the, the rehearsed TEDx speaker. 
And so that's my first one is to truly be you. Yes. Everybody else is taken. So just, just truly own your badassery. I love that. The other one is um, around um, treating yourself like a million dollar client. We are so there for our clients, right? If the client needs something, we drop it and we help. We never do that for ourselves. And in order to have a business that functions well, you have to invest time on it. Mm -hmm. And so at Leap Zone, Leap Zone is a client, very valued client of Leap Zone. So we call it be your own best million dollar client. Mm -hmm. And and so when when Leap Zone calls and Leap Zone needs something, mm -hmm. I am on my production board. I am you know, every week I work on projects of our own. I develop things. And this is how people when they say, how can you do all of this and have all these clients and, and still come out with programs and books and because because we are a client on our own production board that's why so these two things um you can't go wrong i mean there's many more we could have okay, seven more podcasts on that. <laughs> okay it's a deal um no that's both of those i can totally um i appreciate and identify in the sense that you have to be authentic and be yourself yes and or people can see through it and and I am guilty of getting myself all in a knot and a tither because I haven't got a grip on what I need to do for me or my business. And I've let it go because I'm so busy trying to do it all myself. And so I'm going to take heed to that for sure. I like that a lot. Yeah. Um, one last thing that I want to ask you about, and this sort of ties in with, um, well, it really ties in with everything that, that you do in the sense that you talked about um, the that you also talk about the customer experience. And I'm all about building and nurturing relationships. And um, whether that's in life or in uh, business. And I find that sometimes people are so busy looking for the new next new client that they forget about the value of the past clients. Can you speak to that? How do you yeah. You know, I, as you said in my intro, I'm a yogi. And uh, years ago, when I lived in Yaletown, Vancouver, uh, I, I, yo I yoga every day. Mm -hmm. And I, I invested $2,000 a year on a yoga pass. And, um, and for years and years and years, the day that I needed to renew my yoga pass, it'd been 15 years at that same location, right? Mm -hmm. uh, they had a big discount and I thought, perfect, I need to actually renew. So it's perfect timing. Guess what I heard? Well, this is only for new clients. And I was like, okay, come on guys. You know, I have been a client here for years. These clients are fresh, new in the door. Mm -hmm. They haven't invested anything with you. They haven't given you feedback. They haven't given you money. They haven't. So yes, you're absolutely right. People forget that their loyal customers are actually way more important than anybody coming in the door new. Now, I'm not saying new clients are not important. They no, are. No, I'm not either. No. But 
but nurturing and you we at leave zone are a high touch company we when there's a needs assessment that comes in they hear from me i record a, a, an audio and i send an audio via email and i say thank you for filling out our needs assessment um you know we we use email but we use a lot of nurturing methodologies um when you're part of our community you get perks all the time nice. perks that new clients don't get and when we give a new client perk we make sure that our existing clients have an equal if not better perk at the same time because we don't want people to our people to think that we value new clients more than the people that have been with us for years right? you know i had the shock of my life today just before i came uh, on here i got a text message from rogers i don't know who your provider is Rogers. Hi, Janice. We want to thank your thank you for your business for thank your business for being a loyal Rogers customer. To show our appreciation, we're giving you one month free. Out of the blue, right? Out of the blue. Yeah. I was like in shock. Yeah. My and husband you know, said, "Is it is it a spam?" <laughs> and you know, you know what that's going to do. The beauty about this is, will it cost them? a bunch of money in one month for clients? Absolutely. So we have to think about short-term versus long gain. Mm -hmm. You know, if a client is now, now, now you've said this in I a podcast, hear, right? I hear yes. It, right? Yes. So the thing is, is we call that wow and delight. Yes. So how can we, and this is part of our program in Build to Rock, what are the things that you can do to wow and delight your existing clients and your new clients, right? And the key is to wow and delight often and to be generous and to um, be of service mm -hmm. and genuinely being of service and being curious about what your clients need, what your clients want so that you can be of service, you know? Yeah, yeah, I love it. So I think you've covered everything in such an, a delightful way that I think you've wowed and delighted my audience. And for that, thank you so much. You're welcome. Um, I'm gonna ask you one last question. Um, do you have a favorite quote? Yeah, I have one that's tattooed on me. Okay. Uh, and so I guess that's that, that counts as pretty favorite. Yeah. Uh, I have about a thousand tattoos, but um, the quote my is, daughter, you'll yeah. have to share. Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah, my whole back and my I have a full sleeve in my whole back. So the quote is happiness is when what I think, what I say and what I do are in harmony. Oh, and I live by that. You know, every time I'm unhappy or feeling unfulfilled, I look what am I saying, doing, and thinking? And are, I'm assuming that those things are not in harmony in that moment. When, when those three things, think, say, and do, are in harmony, there are lots of units of happiness. What a lovely ending to the, uh, a great experience for me. I hope it was fine for you. Right. <laughs> and thank you again for being on the podcast. Um, I think the best place for people to get you is to find Leap zone leapzonestrategies.com. Okay. And then I will give you, I'm, I'm going to send you a list of links um, okay. and a, a couple of free, awesome trainings that uh, would be extremely valuable for your, for your audience. Awesome. And I'll put that in the show notes for sure. Can sure. you possibly get that happening quickly because you're going to be up and running pretty soon? It'll happen today. Thank you again, Isabel. It's been a delight. And thank you for listening. And 
uh, to relationships rule, please do reach out to Isabel and check out the work that she does. It's amazing. And if you like what you heard, please leave a, um, a um, review and uh, let us know what you thought. Thank you so much. And remember to stay connected and be remembered. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. If this show has inspired you to reach out to connect to someone new or nurture a current or past relationship, and you think that others can benefit from listening, please share this episode. If you have feedback or questions about the episode, please leave a note in the comment sections below. If you would like to receive automatic updates of new podcast episodes, you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or Stitcher or from the podcast app on your mobile device. Ratings and reviews from my listeners are extremely valuable to me and greatly appreciated. They help the podcast rank higher on iTunes, which exposes my show to more awesome listeners like you. So if you have a minute, please leave an honest review on iTunes. And remember to stay connected and be remembered.